0: Hey y'all, welcome back to the Power & Lifting Podcast. I'm your host, Solana Lewis, and today, me and my co-host from the live stream, Leo Bonnets, we talk about the Virginia Pro Meet. We recap everything from the quality of the live stream, our point of view as the actual commentators of the live stream, and who won the meet with top five, some of the amazing things we saw, some of the records that are broken. So we really do a nice dive into all of the great things about the meat. But before we dive into today's podcast, I need to give a shout out to Girls Who PowerLift. Guys, they are an apparel company that is constantly dropping new dope clothing drops. They have the nicest pants they have some really solid t-shirts with the funniest sayings on them they just dropped literally last week they dropped some awesome new hoodies that are super comfortable for the nice december weather and they also have equipment that you can wear on the platform they have singlets they have wrist wraps so guys if you want to look good while you powerlift look good train good go ahead and use the link in the show notes to support me and girls to powerlift all right let's get started with today's episode all right so i'm here with leo and we both were actually the commentators for the usa powerlifting virginia pro
1: that's right yeah i was super stoked
0: (laughs) it was so much fun it was honestly like i can't believe it's over
1: yeah it, it it flew so fast and and just to get here I mean uh right before we started recording actually Solana and I were talking about how um we we were initially just like kind of like in the planning stage like Solana had reached out to Sabre back in like August kind of thing and and Sabre had asked me to do this or Sabre had initially penciled me in as one of the referees on the platform um because uh I've worked with Sabre for a while. He got me to not just in my state ref exam, he got me through my national and everything like that. So he's been awesome. But uh, he had initially kind of penciled me in to be one of those people there, either on the jury or on the platform. And things kind of changed. Uh, And then we ended up getting the opportunity to work together. And I had already known Solana from uh, a mentorship course from uh, Sean Collins and, and the great Brad Coolyard. So like, to to know who she was, I had already did my research. Obviously, listened to the podcast, uh, watched all the lifting and stuff. So I was like, this couldn't be couldn't be any better. So, um, you know, to see it come from August all the way through to December, um, just all the hype and the excitement. Um, I think it's fair to say it, it actually kind of outperformed that. You know what I mean? Like it it, it was it was even bigger than we thought
0: dude it really was and like you were so helpful because you have a background in doing this from like doing it for bodybuilding actually can you talk about how you do that for bodybuilding because like i i don't really understand the world of bodybuilding but i know that you were commentating for bodybuilding shows
1: yeah absolutely so i mean this was uh this is something that's really only came within the last year or so um my background is is all over the place but you know i i started training for bodybuilding and and stuck with it all the way through like 2017 really from 2010 to 2017 I was uh, competing in bodybuilding and then after that I got into the coaching side of things and um, and I had always kind of kept my foot in that door um, and you know it kind of kicked off when I met Jason and they opened the shop gym in Virginia in Manassas uh, and you know our relationship grew from there and you know I kind of got the bug uh, of powerlifting when they had a, a whole powerlifting section and you saw these like these people using like these really cool bars and these really cool plates. And, and I was like, dang, like, what, like, what's that about kind of thing? Like, it looks like a lot of fun. And I had some friends in grad school who were competing in powerlifting. And, uh, so then I just kind of started to make my way through there and I fell in love with, with, you know, this, this iron game kind of thing. And, uh, you know, fast forward a couple of years later, um, cause I'm still coaching in, in bodybuilding for, for posing and nutrition and everything like that. Um, But Jason had asked, um, "Hey man, like I, uh, you know, I know you can typically speak on these kinds of things. What would you ever think about commentating for a a pro show in bodybuilding?" And I was floored because I was like, "There is no pro show in DC," and he was like, "There is now," and and it was the first one that was this past year. Um, It was the DC Pro, uh, which featured uh, some professional. Uh, bikini athletes and professional men's physique athletes which was like the first of its kind super excited got to work with the great jerry ward and sean hector lewis who are uh, just great great people and and beyond that great great coaches and and uh and they were incredibly helpful in terms of uh you know being colleagues but also speaking to the audience as well so like um the whole that's this is all kind of like a long-winded way to say that um my uh, my experience was is still very much kind of in its infancy, um, but but beyond that, I've I've been really fortunate to surround myself with some awesome people like Jason Albrecht of the Shop Gym and and Saber Schnitzer, and uh, and most importantly, beyond those two, the people that make you look good, which uh, you met uh, Salana's Scott Rogers and uh, the team behind the, the team behind the scenes, um, you know, the geniuses behind the scenes, Catherine Holcomb, Ryan Lloyd. Uh, TJ, all those guys who who do all the the real hard work, which is uh, make us look good.
0: <laughs> like that. First of all, that's really really cool. He has this whole background in it but just the way that the team like set us up for success was ridiculous. Like we just knew exactly where to be. We needed a topic to speak on and we were just like ready to go. Like the microphones were crisp. Like I went back to look at the last year. I'm like the way that they were able to like not get in the way of any lifters, but still like you clearly showcase the lifter. Like when they walked up was like ridiculous.
1: wild. Wow. I mean like a, I, I, I had the chance to look back a little bit uh, on Sunday uh, or no, yesterday actually. And it blew my mind. It, like when you hear people say I had, I had parents and friends tell me like, it looked like an ESPN production. Like it looked like something out of an actual like sporting event kind of thing. And it, it floored me because like, um, you know, one just to, to even be able to see it, but then two, you stop and you listen and you're like, that's that's our voice. You know what I mean? Like that, like that's us doing this kind of thing. And and we're here announcing Ray Williams' squat. Like I was like, it was almost like in like an out-of-body experience. You know, you see like the replays on like King of the Lifts or anywhere else, and you're just kind of like you must want to pinch yourself, right? So I mean it it's been um it's been a real whirlwind uh just this past year, but but more specifically uh this past weekend. Uh what a huge win it was for USA powerlifting. What a you know, what a huge win it was for, for Saber Schnitzer and, and Jason Albrecht and for everybody. I mean, for all of us involved, it's been uh, a true passion project and and to be able to get to work with someone like yourself uh, just for me personally, it's, it's been uh, just a real blessing and, and, and I can't say enough great things about the entire experience.
0: Oh my God, I'm getting chills. Okay. <sighs> calm down Solana, calm down Solana.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it really, it really has been that great
0: all right oh my god so let's dive into the actual like recap of the performance
1: for sure yeah so it was huge. I'm,
0: i know i want to start with the battles right because even in the pre-show we talked about the battle of natalie richards and sam calhoun and it's it went down
1: big time <laughs> big time i mean we had mentioned early in the pre-show we didn't even open with with any of the guys and stuff because i feel like it almost didn't do a, a proper service to like, these girls who were about that action, man. Like they were like, like these girls were coming in with some heat, especially my girl, Natalie, like what was happening? I have no idea what's in the water in North Carolina. I'm about to move <laughs> down there and find out. Like this girl is something else. I mean, just an absolute freak of nature. I mean, she's come out. We were talking about it on the stream. Seeing her perform, on such a big stage and, and a literal, I mean, cameras everywhere, people yelling, people screaming. This is beyond something that you'll ever see at, at a world meet. And she rose to the occasion and not just so, I mean, like set, a, set an American record, if I'm not mistaken as well, right?
0: More than one American record. More than one. More so than I'm, one. <laughs>
1: it, I mean, to me, when I think of a Natalie Richards, I almost see her almost like a, like a Bob Matthews in a lot of ways where like, we didn't really know what to expect because like her strength and his strength has been so linear. And it's almost came like, I don't want to say out of nowhere because like, that's not fair to the progress that they've already had kind of thing, but like, it's been so fast and it's been so quick that, and, and in a lot of ways it almost feel, it almost felt like, like serendipitous, like it was supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Like, like when Bob hit his third deadlift and when Natalie and when Natalie hit her third deadlift, you're just sitting there like, where's the ceiling (laughs) right like 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 where's the ceiling like where where does it end and just as a fan just as somebody who's consuming the product this is great for powerlifting man I mean like to see Natalie Richards come out there and put her stamp on the game over someone who you know I've said before I'm a huge Samantha Calhoun fan I mean I am a massive massive Samantha Calhoun fan I mean more just because like she's the she's a Virginia product she's one of our own Mm-hmm. But to see her kind of like still come out with a great day, I believe she was, uh, Sam was nine for nine or nine, eight for nine? Nine for nine. Nine for nine, nine, for nine day.
0: That and was... yeah, 507 deadlift.
1: Girl, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like five oh, like a 507 pull is still something I got to get like, actively hyped for you know what I mean like like it's not one of those things just casual, Like, and it's got to be like towards the end of a block that kind of thing right mm-hmm. like this girl is out here hitting nine for nines and finishing off with a 500 deadlift weighing how much I mean waiting
0: at 142
1: gotta be kidding me yeah you know I mean? like that's
0: and, unreal. and I was gonna say Natalie Richards weighed in at 123 pounds she had a 1069 pound total she had a 380 squat which is a junior American record a 468 deadlift, which is a junior and open American record and American record total.
1: I mean, it, it but that's <laughs> like you, when you say it like that too, and you just spell out all the accomplishments in just one meet kind of thing, it just goes to show you that, like, that powerlifting is in a great place. Specifically, USA Powerlifting, they're in a great place. You have like these young, fresh faces, like a Natalie Richards coming up, and she's, blowing up things that we never thought were possible she's doing things that we never thought possible and now she's squaring off against the likes of the Sam Calhoun and and now we're I think I think just speaking for for myself I'm really really excited to see what she does come Arnold you know come Nats kind of thing like Natalie Richards like she's I'm a fan I'm a fan
0: she got, I think she got a lot of fans after yeah, this meet. I hope a lot so, of, man. Yeah, man, a lot of people I didn't so. know her. And then people who were talking about her, like, in the preview shows, like, we were all kind of same page. I definitely had her, like, ranked very high. But I also was like, will she be able to do it? Right? Because, right. you know, you, I me mean, never seeing someone on a big stage, it's like, well, she had to travel. Yeah. To travel for the first time ever. Big variable. Right?
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> a big variable. Have-
0: I know, which is massive. Yeah. And then, oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was I was just gonna say, I mean, like thinking about you say or the travel and everything, like we've seen some people really get messed up by not just flying, but also driving a long ways, like all that stuff that people think that it's not like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like she drove from North Carolina or something. Like it is. You get really stiff and this stuff matter, like the little things matter at the highest level. And yeah, it's just like it it didn't factor for her. So I mean, it's like it's crazy. It's and this is again, like she has like less than five powerlifting needs probably.
0: probably. Like, yeah, I don't remember. Enough. I think it's like four or something. Like
1: <laughs> that's insane. Like it, it's it. Like I said, we don't. We have no idea where her ceiling is. I think we're all excited to see.
0: Oh, I cannot wait. And then you mentioned Bob Matthews. We gotta talk about Bob Matthews and Petrie because what they did was so disgusting. I could throw up. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. um, So I was, I mean, admittedly, I was only loosely following Brandon Petrie um, on the, on, you know, on IG, just kind of keeping up with things here and there. Um, Obviously it's easy to follow Bob on IG just because it's hilarious, uh, you know, and and it's one of those things that like, you just, I love, we talked about it on the stream, but like, I love his setup. Like I love his everything. And then but beyond like kind of the stuff like early in his like kind of lifting career where he was almost kind of like, he was doing it for the grand. You know what I mean? Like he was, he was kind yeah. of like a meme a little bit. Um, but man, this guy is really just like beyond everything. Like he really is truly a phenomenal lifter. He's really, really amazing, like really strong. And now he's technically proficient. And now he's yes. under the guidance of a Marcellus Williams, a swole fessor yes. a guy who is in, in his own right, you know, under that, brad Coolyard coaching tree where it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: my man brad Coolyard. just real quick like you want to talk about a guy who's like a like a um to borrow from from you know a football term a bill belichick coaching tree kind of thing guys who just kind of fell down from there it's like a venn diagram of success like you got marcellus williams out here who was coached by brad i think i think he might still be working with him as well and Marcellus has created his own brand. He is now one of the guys. You can make the argument that he's the guy. And that's the thing is like, he's such a phenomenal coach and so well-spoken and and such a great authority on powerlifting that you put a guy like Bob Matthews under his guidance, sky's the limit.
0: I know. And speaking of like being technically proficient, like one big thing that uh, Marcellus mentioned was, after Bob's last meet, they they had fourteen weeks from his last meet to this one, and he was like, "Okay, we're gonna make some technical changes, and we're gonna have you ready to go. We're gonna make some technical changes, uh, Bob." And and uh, on purpose, he gained weight because he was trying to fill out the one hundred and five weight class. And like when like you saw the changes he made to his deadlift, like he tweaked his stance, he tweaked his squat stance, and like you just saw everything just blow up. He. Got, he totaled 185 pounds more this meet than his last meet that's 185 great. pounds more over a 2000 pound total it was 2011 pounds that puts him in the top 12 for the well five weight class that's tested insane. and untested tested and untested just that's overall
1: unreal like i mean that what? kind of like when you put it in that context too i hope people kind of hear this and and start to follow bob if you didn't follow bob like you guys could see one of the next greats kind of come out of this generation. Cause you know, when you talk about powerlifting, I think we, I think it's fair to, to talk about generations. Uh, you know I mean? We had a, a different set of lifters that kind of came up in the early 2010s and then through the mid 2010s and then the late, and now we're kind of like in that like late 2019 through like the 2020s, like we got this new breed kind of coming out, like these kids who have been lifting kind of like right out of high school or like right in college kind of thing. Like we have like these, this crazy breed of lifters that are starting to come up and Bob Matthews is one of them. Right. I mean, he's, this guy's a, a he's, he's an absolute stud and Natalie Richards, again, same thing. Uh, a young stud just kind of coming out of nowhere. Like the, the sport is in a great place.
0: Brandon Petrie, he totaled 1969 pounds. Right. But he went out 206. And yeah. that was, that's what made the whole difference. Like <laughs> Bob didn't know <laughs> how light he would be. And they were, there was a six kilo difference between Bob and Brandon. So wow, Brandon with a 1969 total came in, took second place.
1: That was insane. And actually, I'm glad you mentioned it, Salama, because um, earlier today, the, the guys of, uh, or actually uh, Steve DeNovi, uh friend of, the, friend of the podcast, I think it's fair to say, uh, Steve DeNovi, Posted a, uh, a breakdown of the Virginia Pro top 10 by dot score and then also by good lift points. Now, there was a difference there and a, and a, a pretty considerable difference in the dot score versus the good lift points that actually changed things. If, if, say, that, you know, because the 2022 Virginia Pro is going to be done by dot score, as far as we know right now. But if it were done by dot score, the top five would have actually have been. Ashton, Perk, Brandon Petrie, Daniel Clements, and then Bob Matthews fifth. Yeah. So so that was actually a massive difference. And, and again, credit to Steve DeNovi for, for sharing this. And uh, I believe this was the work of an at uh, Julia kind of lifts. So thank you, Julia. Um, but this one is actually a really big difference. So we saw the top five, Ashton, Brandon, Bob, Austin, Perkins, Natalie Richards, Natalie Richards ends up being seventh in the dot score. And actually our top six in dot score has Michael C just outside of the top five. But like, there's a big, big difference when you look at dot score and good lift points where kind of who sneaks in to the top five and who sneaks into the top 10 kind of thing. So um, I, I, I think that that's actually something to consider moving forward is we talked about kind of like, you know, put that, you know, like really, really like put the respect on such and such name and such and such name. Right. But, um, when it comes down to the coefficient, like, you know, it's, it's not discriminating anyone or anyone else. Like it's, it's just how the coefficient is built. So like, you know, good lift points dot scores at the end of the day, man, like, you know, it's really about come in as light as you can to perform and, and and hit those lifts man
0: i'm so happy you mentioned that because i did not see her post that or steve
1: (laughs) yeah no it was it was very recent i think i screenshot it before we went on air and i was like okay definitely need this so but yeah there's a lot of context that to derive from that because obviously if we start off with good lift points i'm looking at the powerlifting uh pro series here um on their websites and yeah we have our top five already um you know, Ashton, Brandon, Bob, Austin, Michael C. Um, you know, they already have their points breakdown and stuff. So um, it'll be interesting to see kind of how everybody kind of shakes out from here on out and uh, and whether or not, like, you know, they compete, whether or not they're healthy. You know, this is powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Injuries are part of the game. So we'll see kind of uh, how everyone's season kind of turns out.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for these dots now, man.
1: I am too. <laughs> I, th- I think I think it'll definitely uh, and it'll definitely work a lot for for Perk and um, and again I know I kept gassing him up but Daniel Clements the kid he's about that action he's truly about the business and he just barely missed that 705 pull I know like it was the up down it was a re- it was a red light with a blue card we all saw it on the stream we were watching it there and we we're like yeah that's a that's for sure a blue card but I've seen him pull this in the gym. I've seen him pull this, you know, back in the warm room after competing at a meet. He can do it. And just to see that he hit all the other lifts, though, was a credit to him, credit to his coach.
0: Absolutely. Okay, hot take. I think that the up down rule, blue card thing is like so stupid. Like you made <laughs> it harder for yourself. So right. like why can't I put the bar slightly down and come back up? Hitching's a whole different story. Right, but he didn't hitch, right? And I right. see this all the time. where like balance gets slightly thrown off, and you slightly go back down and up. But like, why can't it still count? I don't oh. know.
1: So with you on that, and there's, I mean, after taking the, the national ref exam, and you hear some of the things that uh, that are considered illegal, or that are considered, a, a, you know, grounds for a red for a red light. I, there's some that's still to this day. I'm just kind of like, really though? Like, I mean, we're, like we're really like kind of splitting hairs here. Like that was a good list. So like, I don't know that I, I'm with you on that one.
0: Okay. I'm so happy that you agree with me. I'm just like, yeah. this is some BS. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is what it is. Like it was up and down. Right. She followed the rule book. Yeah. I just think the rule book is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. What well, that rule? That rule is stupid.
1: That rule is silly. Yes, absolutely. I'm with you.
0: <laughs> all right, so going back to placing. All right, so first place we had Ashton roska mm-hmm. which was I mean, I mean, duh, right? Yeah. Dots or not?
1: Dots or not? Literally, <laughs> he was why? first? And like, what is it? Breakdown. He's got two points by good lift points, and then if you go by dots, he had he's over eleven points up.
0: That's disgusting.
1: Yeah, so it was, and that was with missing that third that third ball.
0: Yes, because he had he five. He could have
1: went lighter and hit it because he almost got that one.
0: He was almost there. He got like just above the knees and then yeah. the strength wasn't there. So yeah, I wish he had gone. But you know what it is though? It was kind of like a why not? Because he won after eight attempts anyways. So <laughs> yeah, it, didn't, we, it didn't matter.
1: So I think uh, I actually did watch um, uh, Marcellus's video this, this morning um, or this afternoon whenever he posted it. And he kind of talked about how, yeah, they won it after eight attempts. He was like, YOLO, let's go for it. Like exactly, 400 keys on the bar. Yeah, whatever, man. It's Ashton Roos. Probably, you know, (laughs) did it happen? No, but like it would not have shocked us if he would have been able to hit it. So uh, I'm fully expecting Ashton to hit a 400 kilo pull within the next few months.
0: Like next weekend when he competes again. (laughs)
1: Yeah, probably.
0: (laughs) And then he hit 800 it. cold for fun, like, the next day. Yeah. He posted that on Instagram. I'm like, I hate just stuff. Not, yeah, none of
1: this surprises me, man. You know, <laughs> anything that kid does, just incredible.
0: So I will also mention he got an 810-pound squat, which was an American record, and a 2015-pound total American record. So wanted to throw that out there. He weighed in at 227, too. Just, no, 227, just so y'all know. Wow. <laughs> All right, so we talked about Ashton Ross taking first, Brandon Petrie taking second, Bob Matthews, SSJ Bob taking third, and yeah. <laughs> Perk, he took fourth place, like we mentioned. Yeah. So what surprised me, and I'm not going to lie, I do not have his numbers in front of me. I might actually Google them real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't have him from like his past meets. I have them for this meet. But right. he posted about how he was not happy about his performance. But he went eight for nine. And I thought he had a good performance in my opinion. So I'm like wondering.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we were watching it and you could kind of tell, I, I had mentioned it on the stream. Like he looks frustrated. He was like, I mean, you saw him kind of come in on that opener deadlift and the second deadlift. And, you know, he literally, he hits it angry. Like he walks up to the thing, and he puts it down and he just runs back to the, to the warmup room, right? And we were just going, like, all right, this man is ready for that third pull. But mm-hmm. he was kind of going about the same cadence for that third pull. He yeah. comes in quick and quick setup. I mean, like kid takes the slack out, hits the lift, <laughs> puts it down and essentially just runs back. And he's like, I'm done with this meat kind of thing. And I couldn't help but think like what was going on. Cause I saw his coach Joe Stanick of game day barbell mm-hmm. uh, handling him. And I just, and I was curious, like, is, is there something wrong? And, and obviously, you know, there's probably missing context, and I don't want to you know speak for, for perk here, but uh, just watching on the stream ourselves, he had a great day. Uh, and and you know anyone would kill for for you know the ability of someone to lift like like Austin Perkins. So uh, yeah, I think you know I guess we'll never know. I mean that's more of a reason to to bring the kid on the pod.
0: Well, oh, good point. So as you were well, talking, I went until <laughs> <laughs> and so his best ever raw is 661 at this mean he hit 644 for the squats, his best ever bench is 396 at this mean he hits uh, 385 we saw that I don't know what he went for for the third attempt because the results aren't up yet but I know he missed it. Off, up yeah. and down so he grabbed the bar early and then deadlift his best ever 705 he hit 688 so okay he probably wanted to top every single thing he's ever done and he did not
1: and that's to be expected I think we all talked about it in the pre-show is you know the storylines were going to be Ashton versus himself and then who has their best kind of meat after that and obviously since we didn't have the context of what Perk's best numbers were just right in front of us yeah i mean we are all like and he was like nailing all of his lifts. but the reason he's nailing all his lifts because his game day coach credit joe stanick knew what he had that day in the warm-up room so mm-hmm. if you have a proper you know game day coach which you know you use a lot to do as yourself you know when someone has it that day if they got the juice mm-hmm. kind of thing right but you also know that there's a plan b and a plan c mm-hmm. like attempts where yo, it's not going to happen today, man. Like that, that, that pie in the sky squat you were going for bench deadlift, whatever it was, it's not going to happen. So let's just do what we can to build the total kind of thing. And you can understand why a high level athlete like Austin Perkins is is upset that he didn't kind of hit any PRS there, but you know, that's nothing to sneeze at either. If, if not hitting any PRS and still coming in fourth, you know, that should say so much. And again, by dot score which this will convert to soon my man doesn't pr and he hits second place comfortably meaning if ashton doesn't continue his like linear run of dominance my man perk is about to be the guy so that is something that i hope that he he takes and 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 at least has some solace to understand that man you didn't even need to pr and you're right there
0: yeah yeah and I'm just loving that we're talking about the dots so much because like that's what we're gonna be switching over to. So it's like the is gonna be the limit for certain lifters with this switch over. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: For sure. Especially for him. Mm-hmm. Shout out Perk. Not and, underrated. Or not yeah, not not underrated. You know what I mean? Properly rated.
0: Uh, exactly. He's he's properly rated. He's not properly overrated rated. and he's definitely properly not underrated, rated. even Phenomenal though he's still lifter. as he is. <laughs> and then like you mentioned already we talked all about natalie richards but just to reiterate she took fifth place okay not in,
1: talk- in right there on fifth and and again that should tell you everything you need to know about natalie richards someone to watch
0: it was i mean guys like please go on her instagram i'll be putting it in the show notes so you plug, can plug, see plug, who she plug, is. Plug. all right other great moments we're gonna say it again we got to witness ray Williams squat 1003 pounds
1: chills i mean we we said it on the stream but it was like even seeing it on a video on your phone or on a laptop like if you were if you were tuned into the stream and you know even if you've seen any of his other ones seeing it again was something so just like nostalgic i think for a lot of us just because you know ray williams for one thing it's that big squat it's that thousand pound squat right? So for this to be the inaugural pro series event and then him him be able to have like the day he was having on that first and that second and and we started alluding to it on the stream saying is it going to happen is today the day like can he do it again like can he pull it out you know like and you know i couldn't help but think of i believe it was worlds in 2019 where you know he didn't kind of show up with his best and and in a lot of ways you were kind of be like oh man is this like. Are we entering towards like the the latter years? Are we starting to enter towards like, um, you know the 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 twilight of of the Ray Williams career kind of thing? And in a lot of ways, that's sad for a lot of us because we're like, you know, this is a guy you look like as inhuman, superhuman, right? So for him to come back two years later, two years older, two years wiser, has his own things in his own personal life, you know, you know, chasing chasing his bag with his doctorate, um, having the kids and everything but then like at the meet itself and then hits a thousand pounds again. Right. Just when everyone's out here thinking like, man, we'll be lucky if we see like 900 maybe. And then he was like flying through 900 and 960. And you're like, and I, I like, you know what I mean? Like you get emotional to talk about, I'm getting emotional now talking about it because um, yeah, like, you know, watching, watching Ray Williams just for years now to see it again is uh Man, and, and to be sitting there along with everybody else, I, I was a fan just like everybody else, man.
0: Like, I'm also getting emotional, too, because, you know, like, he's, like, the face of USA powerlifting, yeah. and, like, his, his mural is in my gem, Signature, signature Fitness, in New Jersey, like, a full-blown mural of him. Yeah. And, and he deserves he, it. And he deserves it, too. So, like, after this hiatus, you know, we I think we've all been wondering, like, what's like what's he doing? Like is he is he, he did have it still? Is he just gonna chill? Is he still
1: training? Because like yeah, he is he oh, he's even not training? Posting that much?
0: He really post it? And then when he was yeah. gonna do nationals, and we were all like, oh, we can't wait to see it. And then like he gets sick like two weeks out from nationals and it's just like oh my gosh this is just like this long drawn out like are we gonna see him and then when he came I was like now are we gonna see him at his best like I had no idea what to expect until I saw the second one move fast I was like okay I think maybe we're gonna
1: (laughs) you know I think we're about to put four easy five on the bar and then
0: and like yo the third moves smoother than the first and second the first one was like bizarre like he did like a weird pause I think
1: that's and I don't want to speak out of turn. I think that is what he kind of does on his first attempts, and almost like he does that little pause and then he goes again, almost just because, like, again, us mere humans can't even, uh, you know, fathom that like 400 pound squats to him in the warm up room, they feel like probably just like two plates kind of thing. Like it's not like it's like nothing to him, right? It like it doesn't register. So for like him, an opening attempt, because again, when you work with a Matt Gary, Uh, who's, you know, one of the great game day coaches of all time. He knows when Ray has, it. he knows when, what Ray has to do kind of thing. And I've seen Ray do that kind of same move where he kind of stops midway and then goes back down, right. Hits the hole and then comes right back out. So that's a totally legal move because he stops, right. He doesn't, the bar doesn't go back up or anything. If it goes back up there's a blue card, but obviously you know, I think because he doesn't do it in his second and his third attempt. I think that's entirely just like him almost kind of feeling out the squat in a lot of ways. Yep. Like he almost uses his opening attempt as another warm up. So then that's, you know, great, great lifters. I've, I've heard say the same thing is you use that you use your first and second attempts is, is quote unquote, like a warm up mentality. And then that third attempt, that's the real one, you know? So uh, yeah, it was
0: wild it was i mean yeah and it's then not, i still
1: don't have any words I, mean, yeah. I know
0: right i cannot believe and then he oh real quick he's just so friendly like yeah. <laughs> i got to talk to him i was like oh my gosh you're so nice Whimpy. he was like a large teddy bear just like hi how are you i was like yeah. you're amazing and he was like thank you so much i was like wait what like
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a fish man I've, i I've, i had the chance to talk to him one time as well at the at the arnold and yeah just I mean, he took every bit of every time just to just to speak, just like on a human level, and almost like you're, like the veil is lifted, and you're just kind of like, oh yeah, you're not one of those people. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you, you haven't been you haven't been tainted by fame. That's that's dope. <laughs> yeah, it was great.
0: Uh, uh, we have to shout out one four O power Angelo Fortino of Two White Lights coming in with an unofficial world record deadlift of seven seventy one, and the eighty three kilo class.
1: Huge and topping his own, obviously his own record. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were all there to see it. It was just like, I, I do recall seeing his pull actually, ironically, uh, we were training at, uh, at the shop and the shop gym, awesome gym in Ashburn, Virginia, also second location, Manassas, Virginia. Uh, I remember there was a training session and we had raw nats up on the TVs. And I, and I had to stop whatever I was doing. Every time I saw Angelo come up to pull. So I remember seeing on the TV screens at the shop him hit. I believe it was the three forty pull, or it was a three forty. Where do you he pull here? It was 340.
0: He 771. I didn't get the kilos.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Totally fine. So, but he pulled that. He pulled his previous American record at Raw Nats, and and seeing it on that TV, and then for him to top that in the same gym where where we were watching it previously, it's just like a Surreal moment, kind of thing. So, uh, really, really cool, really awesome moment. Uh, shout out to White Light. Shout out, uh, you know, Angela Fortino. Great performance. Great, phenomenal lifter. Uh, and and Steve denovi obviously, great coach. Um, and uh, and that was awesome to see. Oh
0: my gosh! Okay, and then we gotta shout out my girl Chrissy Parecki. Like oh. she came in there. So if y'all have not listened to my podcast with Chrissy you know that she has had a few injuries with her knee, had surgery in January, 2021, went to Raw Nats, still pulled it out, got seventh place, right? And she's a 2019 Raw National Champion, by the way. So this is like someone who's a force to be reckoned with. She's insane. And she comes into this meet and guys, like right before I'm about to get back, like on the live pre-show, she tells me like, hey, like, just so you know, I'm getting another knee surgery in three weeks. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, like I got into this meet like four weeks ago because I realized that I didn't have to get surgery till after. So I was like, you know what? Like this meet will give me, give me a pro card. Like, let me see if I can do it. And she comes in and she matches her best ever total at 975 pounds and weighed in in the 57 kilo weight class.
1: And that was and beyond just being injured, right? That's with missing her third squat too.
0: Like, and her second deadlift.
1: And her second deadlift, like which she ends up going to hit anyway. Like, yes, Chrissy Peraki's performance, just trying to put it into words is so hard because it, it's such a testament to someone's, like a Chrissy Peraki's perseverance, right? Like who she is as a human being and seeing that kind of come to like an actualization on the platform like, that is, like, people talk about, like, someone having real grit kind of thing, like, real, like, perseverance and, and, and an ability to kind of withstand, like, a lot of adversity. Like, Chrissy Peraki is it, man. Like, that, like that is, like, the embodiment. Like, that she is, she, to me, is, is such an inspiring story that uh, I, I hope that we were able to drive that home on the stream. If not, we're trying to do so now because uh, what an unbelievable story it was for her to be up there and to kill it the way she always does. So, um, you know, best of luck to her on surgery. Um, I think, uh, you know, speaking for at least myself, really stoked to see what she does next year after surgery and everything and, and, uh, hoping for continued excellence.
0: And like, just going on her Instagram today, like when she posted all about like her, how she's going to have surgery and how she competed, like, she's like, basically saying like you know what I love this sport and I don't believe that these setbacks are faith telling me to stop those are her exact words and I'm like that's the heart of a freaking warrior I am ready
1: to run through a brick wall right now I'm (laughs) like you see this wall right here I'm about to run through it Solana
0: like i'm telling you I, though like, it's for real i don't think i could have them in, i think i'd be moping i'm be, be real i'd be like oh my gosh my life she's just like I'd re- I'd re- I'd <laughs> actually retire. yeah that would be my response you know what? i'm gonna go send me some you on eat some popcorn yeah. give you guys a high five after like that would be me but no <laughs> she's like no i'm not done i am not oh, done and i'm like you're not done I'm
1: like <laughs> i love it you know it stays, stay tuned for the for the chrissy Paraki documentary
0: Oh my God. And then I know we already mentioned it, but let's just talk about real quick. Like Marcellus had five athletes. Okay. At this meet, five That's ridiculously shit. strong athletes. The three of the five get top three. <laughs> yeah, They took Crash over. Shit, man. I mean, there's
1: there. a reason we talked about him at the top of the show. Like it's hard not to, to mention, uh, you know, a, a powerlifting mind like a Marcellus Williams. I mean, like, I think we, again, I don't think it's gas just to say like, yo, this guy is really, he's becoming one of those names. Like he's becoming a, a, a Joey flex. He's becoming a, a you know, a, a Brad Cooleyard type. like, like Marcellus Williams is that guy now. Like if, if you didn't know before, you know, now like craftsmanship is for real. Like this man has three of the top five lifters in the drug tested game. He also had Jamar Royster yes, hit that massive squat, right? I mean, like, and, and, and let's, you know, we had talked about it before, Solana. You had mentioned uh, Michael C. still hitting big numbers and still showing out as well. Like, I mean, so much great things happening for, for Marcellus. And by all accounts, a great human being. We had a chance to speak to him on the, on the preview show. Um, you know, can't say enough good things about him as a coach. Uh, and, uh, really, really excited to, uh, to kind of see him, uh, still grow and his athletes, uh, see continued success.
0: I fully agree. He keeps it simple, specific, and scientific. And, uh, I, love it.
1: <laughs> I like, I want, I want that. I want that on my tombstone.
0: I'm like not going <laughs> to lie. It's so nice and catchy that I'm like, I wish I had made it and I can't steal it, Something but I specific, wish I could steal scientific. it.
1: scientific. <laughs> I'm going to get it tatted. I'm going to put it right. I'm going to put it
0: right here on my neck. God. Okay. I won't be your friend anymore, but okay. <laughs> Um, I do want to okay, I will say this, right? Now, me and you had a front view of yeah. Charles Opoko's squats. Yeah. Right. So Charles Opoko had the laundry list of accomplishments, like multiple time, like world champion and equipped and he a was, world champion he, I, as well.
1: He's he was probably the most decorated powerlifter there. Like in terms yes. of like just sheer like accomplishments and like gold medals and and you know you know world's appearances and national titles and everything like charles akpoko again like whether or not you did or didn't know him like he was the most decorated guy there easily
0: yes and so a hot take that i saw and i'm totally kind of stealing this from Angel's instagram because i just saw it on there and i actually commented someone said i don't think his squads were high right now we have front view we have front view. To me, they look high from the front.
1: They were high from the front. And the thing is, okay. is like, you say it and we both saw the same thing. And like, you're a world level competitor. Like, I, I don't have that kind of experience. Mine is literally just being a national ref, but like, which means that like, I could have also been on that platform. And from what I saw, that was high. And then we also saw a replay where you can see the 45 degree angle, which again, we also had national refs there as well. And they all said it was high. Like there's okay. something, there's a reason that two <laughs> white lights still pass, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get all three, not all three of them were wrong, right? Like there had to be some credence to that kind of thing. And I don't know, uh, you know, and again, this is not throwing any sort of shade to an athlete like a, like a Charles Okpoko, but yeah, you know, there, there's a reason why you saw all three red lights you know, all across the board, it, it wasn't a coincidence, and you know, it shouldn't. It should tell you everything you need to know when everyone around him was hitting their squats. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, I do agree with that. I will say that leading with that, like the refereeing was very consistent in my opinion. This meet, like yes. extremely consistent. Like they were hard, like tough as nails on every single human being that stepped on that platform,
1: as they should have been. And and that's and again you know, some people might roll their eyes being like, you know, like all oh, USAPL elitists, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's like, I was thinking but man, that. like the standard is the standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we follow this thing for a reason. And like, there's a reason why when you hit a lift in USA powerlifting, it should mean something. It should have some weight. We're not just going to, for the most part, not just like going to give you a quick call on bench. We're not going to give you a soft lockout on deadlift. Even though I do know a lot of people did think that they saw some soft lockouts on deadlift. Um, which, again, I I can't speak to uh, because we didn't have a great angle um, and we're just watching, you know, most of the time it was just like from the actual screen that we had ahead of in front of us. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, for the most part, these were some of the best referees that we could get within the tri-state area and even beyond. So, like, Mm -hmm. uh, they all can't be wrong, you know. So, uh, like you said, I I think the level – of of refereeing and, and kind of enforcing that that high standard that is USA powerlifting, like uh, it was there and we saw it, and uh, no one was cheated out of their lives for sure.
0: I fully agree with you. As for soft lockouts, I well, again, we had a screen. Like I feel like they called a lot of them, so I guess I if there are some that slipped through, I guess I just completely missed it in every way.
1: <laughs> I, I really didn't think so, but I mean, I you know, you see some things on the internet, and uh, you know. I guess everyone's opinion is their own but I mean Mm -hmm. to which I say like hey man like if you see something different then like you should totally put yourself in a position to to be able to enforce that then like go go get your state ref exam go take your state ref exam you know ref for a couple years and then and then become a and then become a national ref and keep like if you see something that's wrong with the sport get involved become active with it right like try to give back that's something that I tried to do uh just you know on my own like you know i mean like i know i I know where my own potential is as a lifter so the only way i knew i could help out a sport at any level was to get involved with the meets and get involved with uh you know the other side of the platform so to speak so yeah if you see something like that like don't just like hate on the internet right like get involved man like get involved with with spotting loading you know refing. uh you know i mean if you really want to get you know really deep into it talk about like our buddy sean collins you know a since you're powerlifting, shout out. Um, you know, get involved with with putting on meets, you know, if, if you really want to. Yeah, that's big.
0: 100% agree. Yeah. Um, wanted to give a quick shout out to the Masters. Because we had the Masters Pro on Sunday. Shout out. They had an absolutely great day. Like There were nine American records broken for wow. the Masters Pro. Which is ridiculous because there was twenty one com- people people competing, and of those American records broken, it was broken by seven people. So a couple people got two. So one third of the people <laughs> competing broke American records.
1: That's crazy, man. And and obviously, you know, it was. Uh, I wasn't there for for that stream, so I wasn't able to speak to it as much as uh, yourself and Kathy. But uh, that, as far as as far as what I saw on uh, on IG and everything. Um, so amazing to see so many of those great like masters pro athletes uh, get their shine and be able to kind of like put their stamp on the game too. Like uh, just speaking as, as someone who crossed a 30 year old threshold two years ago, uh, that's something that, you know, it makes you look forward to as you're know, kind of like the later part of your career, should you still be continuing the same kind of endeavor? Like so cool to see people still like they have their full on, like they're full on in the swing of just like, that different like phase of life where they're still competing, even though they have like, they're fully established in their jobs. They have families now, like they have like full on, like they haven't, they got a mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, this is different. Like, whereas like, you know, not to take away from the great accomplishments of the open athletes, Uh, But a lot of them, like, you know, it's a young man's game in a lot of ways, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, you'll see a lot of 20-somethings. You'll see a lot of mid-20-somethings, right? People typically in, like, kind of the infancy of their career, of their life, really, right? But, like, to me, there's something so impressive and so amazing about the people who can still do this at a very high level, but, like, also still have, like, an existence of their own life, right? Like, man, they've been around for a long time. And they're still doing it because it's like, and I, you know, you're not doing it for the shine because in a lot of ways, like a lot of people didn't know a lot of the masters pros who came in. Right. But they're still about that action. They're still about the game. And there's something to me that's just so beautiful about that. Just because, um, you know, the older you get, the less it becomes about the recognition and the more it truly is just like, this is just about the love of it. And like, you just, you love the barbell culture and, uh and and that means so much uh just to see those people there and to get their their recognition so i think that was awesome that saber put on the the masters pro
0: i agree and like i mean we had tony harris take first place very decorated athlete we had shelly Stetner, who's a newer athlete she is 70 years old <laughs> we had a 70 year old woman come in and take second place like when i saw her like i'm actually looking at a picture for now i'm like you're seven, like I would think she's like fifty. Like lifting keeps you young, bro.
1: Yo, tell, tell, <laughs> say it, say it louder for some people in the back, kind of thing. Like lifting keeps you young; it is the fountain of yes, youth. Yes,
0: I know. And then we had Claudio Laura take third place, and I will still shout out, even the only top three for the Masters Pro got um those giant checks. Um, we had Grantiga taking fourth, and he was actually super exciting to watch like I really enjoyed watching this OG, uh, that heavy OG
1: lady. animal pack fans <laughs> uh, anyone who knows like the OG universal nutrition animal pack athletes uh, from the bodybuilding side Egan monster was always one of those guys who was doing the powerlifting stuff and you always saw him hitting like some big numbers and stuff like you know, this was like early in the 2010s kind of thing so like uh, to see him still around and still doing the damn thing like I just uh, it, it was actually really cool to see that he was there. Uh, even just, again, like just someone who's been following kind of the culture for a while, uh, see Higa Monster still do his thing, man, like that was really cool.
0: Oh my god, it really was, and you know way more about him than I do, but I still had a blast watching him, and I I, I became his fan by the end, I was like, come on, <laughs> like, huge it was spot. so fun, yeah. huge, that's why I was so into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, He's 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 built different, man, so really, really cool to see.
0: I think we covered mostly everything, unless you have anything else you want to mention
1: um honestly yeah, just a just a as a quick aside, like the production and everything, just being involved um first and foremost to to the colleagues um to yourself Solana phenomenal work uh kathy Mark Steiner, who was awesome um you know and and the people who made it happen man. like i mean you can't say it enough, but t s g events Jason Albrecht, Scott Rogers, uh, everyone else behind the screen uh, who, who made us look good. Um, Saber Schnitzer, who funded this entire thing. It was his passion project uh, to make this kind of happen. USA Powerlifting for, for letting us kind of be the first, uh, kind of like the first test run, so to speak, to see what this could be. So like, you know, I we said it before, but, but you have to say it again, just like, this is just, we're just scratching the surface of what this is. This is, going to be a huge thing for powerlifting it's going to be a huge thing for drug tested powerlifting for non-drug tested powerlifting i would even say so setting a standard like this it, it was really really cool to to kind of sit up there and in a lot of ways just kind of take it in and i'm really hoping that uh, moving forward uh you know we only see this thing rise and grow and get even better
0: and i have to say thank you to you because if it weren't for you I don't think I would have been as smooth in that live stream. <laughs> like, you, like, so awesome. were such a good, like, you just, like, led me. Like, you, like, started off strong. I was like, oh, I can do this. Because, like, he's, like, leading it. And I was like, okay, I, I feel like I fit in really nicely. Like, you passed it. You passed up to me nicely. And I was like, I was talking. Who was I talking to today? Oh, my mom. <laughs> was talking- I'm an idiot. I was talking to my mom today. She's like, you look so great. I'm like, because he set me up <laughs> to no, be great. No,
1: honestly, the... <laughs> It, it, I appreciate you saying it, but it was like it it made it so easy because we already had a rapport leading into it, you know, and, and I already knew that of of your skills is not just as an athlete, but also as a coach and everything, how committed you are and how passionate you are about this whole sport. So, uh, it's, it, we talked about it before the thing, like just to kind of, you know, give everyone kind of like a, a look behind the curtain, so to speak. But like, you know, we talked about before the stream, like when this stuff goes well, you don't want it to end. You know, you feel like it's a conversation and I felt that, right? Like I felt that when we were doing it. And so I was like, all right, we got, we got some good people here. So, so I was really stoked and and you did so amazing, obviously so amazing that uh, Sabre already put the word out that he wants us back for 2022 uh, Virginia Pro. So obviously, um, you know, everybody don't be shocked if, if uh, you know, you see, uh, if you see us back.
0: Oh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And catch you next time on the Power & Lifting Podcast.